This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. Guys, just want to take a minute to all my to all my listeners, I want to tell you guys, thanks for bearing over the last month. Um, I know there's been uh, an episode two skipped over. A lot of crazy things going on in life right now. Um, dealing with some family issues. Uh, I've been super busy at the firehouse. And just when I say super busy, I mean, it, it's a lot of times, you know, nights where you're not sleeping and then you're catching up with other things. Today was the first day I actually got out fishing um, truly to just enjoy myself in the last month and a half. Uh, so it <laughs> just like I said, I, I want to give you guys uh, kudos for hanging in there and, and not giving up on me or, or the show itself. But uh you guys are in for a real treat tonight. We're taking it we're taking it down to where the national championship was just held. Great state of Alabama. And we're gonna be talking about it with no other Mr. Dan Perry. Woo! Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming on the show. I like I said, I, I we we had coordinated other things, but just the way this wound up, this is actually going to wind up probably being better than what we had originally planned. Cool, I'm I'm ready, man. Let's talk about Alabama. Cool, Alabama. Well, before we we start talking about Alabama, we gotta get a little bit of background on you about the guy who's telling us all about Alabama. So, why don't you tell our listeners who you are, what you're about, and uh, We'll go from there. Yeah, man. Uh, my name's Dan Perry. Uh, I'm originally from Biloxi, Mississippi on the coast. I uh, grew up there fishing mostly inshore. Spent, lived in New Orleans, too. So 
like that southeast Louisiana and, and Gulf, of, uh, Gulf of Mexico down Mississippi. I uh, spent 10 years in the Air Force and then moved up here for work, met my wife and been up here ever since. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Bass fish. I got a wife and kid and just a living dream. I'm, I do purchasing for a construction supply company and got some people at work for me. I'm working from home and living the dream, man. I, I don't know what I'll say. I'm, I'm blessed in many different ways. I'm as lucky as I could be. That's awesome, man. Thank you for your dedication and service to this country, too. You know, it's, you know in the current state we're in, it, it's very appreciative for you sacrificing that part of your life to serve our country, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about your kayaking adventure, man. Uh, how long have you been kayaking? What are you in? Um, what do you, and obviously, you're one of the uh, one of the more well-known guys in Alabama for bass fishing. So give us a little insight. Uh, yeah. So right now, I'm in a Old Town Sportsman 120 PDL, great kayak. Uh, been in that for a while. Also have a new canoe, Flint. I was on the new canoe team. Uh, I recently just left that, and not, I mean, they have a phenomenal team. Nothing against them. I had a buddy here that wanted to be on the team, and the way they work is you're assigned to a shop. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to hold up and take his spot, so it, it just felt better to, to let him get on and for me to leave because I, I wasn't as into it as what he was. But, uh, yeah, New Canoe still makes great kayaks. Um, and besides that, here in Alabama, I fish locally. I fish Usually always Iron City Kayak Anglers, their trail, Coleman Kayak Anglers, North Alabama Kayak Anglers, they're the biggest in the state. I kind of just fish a couple of those sometimes, and River Region Kayak Anglers, which is south of me. So kind of, I, I hit a little bit of all of them. This year I fished a couple of Hobies and a Bass event too. Awesome. And then, you know, one of your highlights is that you're also a uh... – Paddle and Finn host of a certain segment. Yeah, on the reel down, me and uh, Jimmy Skinner, we were the two guys that we have our tournament show on Monday nights. And if you're in tournament kayak fishing, we're the show to listen to. Us and, you know, KBN and, and Scott Butcher, if he ever comes back. So I, I would say those are three, like big tournament shows, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, you guys do great. You guys do a great job on breaking down it. You know what? What I really liked, even you know, before uh, before joining PNF, was that you guys were on top of it. I mean, the tur the tournament you had you had the analysis broken down even before like the tournament was over <laughs> to some extent. You guys, you guys watched it, knew it from you know, especially before Jimmy came on the show. But you had it down to science, you know. You, you know, even in the shows prior to, you were calling ahead. So, you know, it, it's your guys' show is awesome. It, if you had, if if anybody hasn't listened to their show, go give it a listen. You know, the best way I can describe it is think about listening to ESPN talk about sports for the entire week, and then the game gets played and then come Monday, it's the whole review of it. That's exactly what the real down is. Yeah. And, and me, I came like, I, I, before I moved into a kayak, I guess this is year three or four. I, I don't know. Um, before that I, I fished out of a bass boat for eight years 
and I went to back school with the GI Bill. I fished for University of Montevallo for three years and well four because I did my MBA too so like I, I was big I am a bass geek like 100 <laughs> percent and and we have Bassmaster right down the road I mean you know Birmingham this area is kind of the home I guess or the mecca of bass fishing so yeah I'm, I'm totally ate up with it I, before kayaking I was in a bass boat so I'm like I'm I'm really into bass fishing on all different levels not 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 that I really fish out of a boat anymore, but now it's just kayaking. But yeah, awesome. You know, and I I think anybody anybody can tell you that you know for the most part, uh, a lot of people I would say the majority of the people who are in kayaks have some kind of power boating experience before they got into a kayak, unless they dove headfirst. This is their first time fishing off the bank and it's in a kayak but I, you see in our in our sport a lot of guys making that move and for good reason i mean the cost it's number one the cost of a kayak in terms of overall maintenance and affordability i mean it, it's it's second to none i mean you do take care properly it's gonna take care of you maintaining a boat <laughs> uh just I, put it this way, I, I we just winterized the pontoon, so <laughs> that that was a uh, pain in the ass getting you know getting out the water onto the trailer up the hill from the lake we're at. So you know, then you know, getting everything uh, antifreeze and and sealed up. It there's all you know, it's a it's a process, man. And you know, if something goes wrong, it's not just one thing; it's ten other things on top of that one problem. Yeah, kind kind of what I tell people is. You know, it's less money. Same thing, less money, better community. And and that's yeah. that's exactly it, you know. Yeah. So we're gonna dive into this. So okay. You are located in Birmingham pretty much, correct? Yeah. Just I'm twenty minutes south in Hoover. Like the SEC has their every year they do their tournament, uh whenever they get all the different teams together, that's in Hoover. So, um, Oh, nice. You know, if, if you ever watch the big press conferences, yeah. whenever they have media days for the SEC and everybody's all together, that's where they do it, just south of Hoover. So kind of like okay. north central Alabama, north south central. Like cool. not north north, but north central south. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> just, just above north, right in the middle. So, I'm sorry. Now I'm getting crazy. No, it, it, I love it, man. That it, there's one rule here, and it's to enjoy yourself and to and whatever's on your mind, you're saying you're saying it. That that's the rule here. But yeah. um, but being okay, so Birmingham is pretty much home base. You're you're North Central Alabama. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the waters around around that area, and then we're gonna kind of and for our listeners, we're gonna dive kind of this show. Usually we, we stay to specifics, but we're going to dive all over the state. So we're going to start in home water. So what's pike? What are you fishing? Uh, so kind of if, if you want to look at the state, it's kind of at the very north, you have the Tennessee River. And then the northwest, you have Gunnersville. And, and Smith Lake also north, kind of more northwest. And that's beautiful, clear lake off on its own. 
so then whenever you come further south to where I live, west of me, we have the Warrior River. And then on the east of me, we have, yeah, we have uh, the, the Coosa chain. And the Coosa River is just a bunch of different lakes. Broke. It's a river, but they're all broken up by dams. They're dammed up. And then whenever you go to the south, you have like, that turns into the Alabama River. I believe the Tallapoosa. And then you also have down southeast of state, you have Eufaula. And then you have the Mobile Delta that just kind of everything eventually goes to the Delta Tennessee River. And all that eventually goes down the west part of the state and empties out into the Gulf. Wow. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a lot of water in Alabama. Nice. Yeah. Very, very fortunate to, to where we live. And that's kind of one of the things, not that I'm not saying I am, but that's why a lot of people who live here, there's so many professionals that live here because you have to be, it's one of those meccas where you have to be a diverse angler. And a lot of guys, they'll live on like Gunnersville because you can go to Smith Lake, which is ultra clear spotted bass. You can go, you know, like more river system, Coos River. You can go Gunnersville, Grass Lake. You can, I mean, there's a little bit of everything in Alabama. So you have to be a really diverse angler. And then you follow is more like a, a Florida, like a North Florida lake where, you know, it's, it's a little more swampy. I guess you would, that's how you would think of it. So, so really, really diverse state. Now, being that you feel as like uh, uh, a North Florida, um, are you guys encountering your, uh, your, your swamp lizards down there? Oh yeah, we have plenty. Of, uh, we we have plenty. Of, there's a lot more gators there, up here in our area. There, there's a few every now and then, but really, we we got so many rednecks, dude. They love to kill them, and they and they don't, <laughs> they don't make it very for very long. It's like bears in Alabama. There isn't a whole lot of them because as soon as one goes on Facebook, every you know everybody's out trying to kill it. Oh man. <laughs> That's, alligators don't make it that long where I live, but you follow that there's some down there for sure. Um, so with that, you know, being such a diverse fishery, you know, how do you, you're part of the tournament, the tournament scene down there, as you stated, what is the thought process for, you know, let's say, you know, and I know this isn't the, your schematics, but, You've witnessed enough tournaments created. How do how do guys really pick and choose? What and especially with the weather being you know pretty ideal year round, how do guys pick and choose what lakes and river systems to fish uh, accordingly? When you know when you have so many events piled on top of each other. Yeah, it's it's tough. Usually, you know we're we're a different state. It's it's really funny how. I think because kayak fish, because bass boat fishing is so big, kayak fishing hasn't really caught on like other states. Like number one, until next year, there has never been a moat, except for KBF, there has never been an in-state motor allowed tournament. No clubs allow motors, zero. Mo Every club in the state, they all do three fish because they want to try to get more people into it. So okay. we're really, we've really been growing, but we haven't, there's a lot of people like where you're at, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, places like that where 
there's some big clubs and people have been doing it for a long time and they're a lot better organized. And North Alabama kayak anglers, they usually have 70, 80, 90 uh, people a tournament. But, uh, but yeah, we, we just haven't, it hasn't caught on like like you would think it would for because there's so much bass fishing here. People are still kind of diehard boats right now, but that that's definitely changing every day. But so tournament-wise, it's just whichever little trail you're fishing. So most most natural uh, national stuff whenever they come town. There was two this year actually, which is crazy. Hobie came to the Coosa River, and that was you could either fish Neely Henry or Weiss, which are they're just separated by a dam. Um, they're right next to each other, and then uh, one. One down, Bassmaster had their first event on Logan Martin, which is just one yep. down from Neely Henry. And um, so, but usually the only national level stuff that comes to Alabama is usually Gunnersville or maybe Pickwick, we- Wilson Wheeler, like KBF next year. They're going, they're doing the uh, Pickwick, Wilson Wheeler, which again, it's same Tennessee River. They're just can, uh, separated by dams. So it's like they're all right next to each other. Okay. Yeah. Now, a lot of the bass that are there and a lot of the fish, you know, so like lakes here in the north, uh, for the most part, are either going to be, when we say man-made, it's, I mean, you're not talking the depths of what, you know, let's say Table Rock or, um, you know, even... Because a lot, a lot of these places used to be, you know, when they, they they were towns that were flooded, but by us, they're either they're man-made lakes or they're glacier leftovers. We don't have any um, river systems that run into our lakes for the most part. Everything's kind of if it's a lake, it's kind of just left over. Do you guys have any freestanding lakes down that way? In that, because most of what I've known down there, it has some lake comes off the, you know, comes off the river. Yeah, like um, and and that's what most of them are too, like Tennessee River and, uh, like the Coosa River. Uh, they're just they're dammed up and then they're made bigger. But there was a river there before, uh, and they flood some some areas. But um, yeah, Smith Lake, that's kind of northwest a lot. That sometimes there'll be some pro tournaments. That would be a great place for a uh, a kayak tournament. I'm surprised. I, I think here in the near future, there'll probably be a big. I think a big national trail will probably stop at Smith because it's it's a tough lake, but it's beautiful. Uh, but that would be a good stop. So that's one. And Lake Martin, which is closer in Montgomery. Montgomery is the capital, and that's kind of south central. Uh, there's a big beautiful lake. It's closer to Auburn. And uh, you know, if you're into college football, War Eagle. But they um ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, you're you're so close to Tuscaloosa. I was gonna say roll tide, baby. Yeah, my wife, she went to Auburn. I went to a small state school in Montevello, so we uh we, we go for Auburn. But they uh but yeah, Lake Martin, that's closer to Auburn, Montgomery, kinda in between the two, and that's a big, deep, clear lake. Uh, at, at, and you follow, I, I believe that's man-made as i don't know much about that one it might be part of a river actually i I don't know i've i've actually never fished there me and my wife went and stayed because like a little romantic weekend trip because they have a lot of beautiful antebellum homes and all that it used to be a huge cotton trade place 
and uh, beautiful homes, nice place to go visit. Kind of like Savannah. If you, it's it, it's like a, a ghetto Savannah, like a cheaper. <laughs> not not ghetto isn't worse. Just you know, not as good. But um, but yeah, I saw it, it wasn't it wasn't as bougie. Yeah, exactly. Now, but I've been in Savannah. Hey, it's it's not that nice either. <laughs> I spent two there's, weeks there, there for work. There's er- there's a- areas. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, you guys, being that you have the climate down there, you guys get a lot of Florida strain bass in your uh, in your lakes and rivers, correct? Yeah, we actually we have everything here in Alabama. We have, well, not northern strain bass, but we have spots. We have Coosa River spots, which are, you know, the ones that were put out in California and have become giants, but. Um, yeah, if you want to catch a PB spot, you could come here and catch a five pounder is tough to catch, but you can, you can catch them. Um, you know, I usually catch a couple a year. Um, so spots, Coosa river, a warrior river, places like that, Smith Lake, it's got great spots in it. Large mouth, obviously everywhere. And then, uh, Tennessee river has small mouth as well. And we have some other ones like shoal bass and red eye bass, but, uh, but those are smaller. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, aside from bass, what um, you know, again, you guys have the golf down by you where there's a huge um inland, you know, fishing pro or the inshore fishing. So yeah. redfish, speckled trout, flounder. Uh do you do it do you actually um take some time to get down there and do any red fishing or um fishing like you say you used to? That's how you grew up doing? You know, I I know this is crazy to say, but I've never kayak fished in saltwater. I've I've okay. never done it. Like I, I have buddies that do it. I, I know people that do it all the time. I've just never done it because both my dad and my uncle, every time I go down to the coast, they have boats, so we go fishing in boats. So I don't bring my kayak, and I just you know I don't get that much vacation time. So I. I it's not like I go down with my kayak and go fish on my own. And if we ever go to the beach, like Orange Beach or Pensacola, like that area, I just don't bring the kayak normally. But, okay. uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing against it. I just, I prefer freshwater fishing. I grew up doing it, and I, I just, I'm a freshwater guy nowadays. And if I go, I go with my dad or my uncle. But, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up doing it, so, you know, redfish, trout, like you said, flounder. Uh, some mackerel, cobia, certain yep. time of the year, whenever they come in, triple tail. That's the best fish you don't ever hear about, but probably the best eating fish. That and flounder are my favorite. Uh, yeah, plain, you know, the, the usual inshore type fish. Nice. Um, if, you know, you talk about good eating, man. Hogfish. Hogfish, hogfish, hogfish. Hogfish. Huh? Hmm. Um, man, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, yeah, I was out in uh St. Pete area. We went hog fishing out there, and um, we wound up we we kill. I mean, I think between me and my buddy, we got twenty or so, and so that's forty different fillets. And I mean, we made everything from steaks to dips. I mean, it's just the delicacy of that fish is awesome if you ever get your hands on some it's worth it see and and that's kind of thing with us is like i see salt water as 
like to me, fresh water is more fun fishing and salt water is more eating. Like we'll go, you know, if I go home to Mississippi, we usually drive an hour over to Louisiana and we go limit out on speckled trout and that's, you know, 25 speckled trout and five redfish apiece. And we fill the freezer and, you know, I do that a couple of times a year and that's all the fish I need. So I just, you know, to me, salt water is for eating and fresh water is for fun. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know what? You, you brought us into the uh, to the next questions here, man. So speaking of eating, you know, usually we're, we're specific to um, areas, but you have a handle on this whole state. You give me your top three recommended restaurants in the state of Alabama. Wow! Uh, if you get well, if you go to Gunnersville, you have to go to the top of the river. That's like just one of those famous places you have to go eat. Everybody's been there. It's just like regular fried seafood platter stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you just have to go there. Um, Lulu's. I would definitely put, if you're going down to the coast, Orange Beach, Lulu's, it's Jimmy Buffett's sister, and they have okay. a, they have this big giant place, and they have like a big obstacle course up on, it. I mean, it's way up high, like a rope course, it's, all, here. it's, on the, it's on the intercoastal waterway, great music, it's like right on the water, the food's great, it's, it's chill, it's just a good time, so Lulu's would definitely be up there, and um, there's a another one down there. I can't remember it. Well, I won't say it because I can't remember the name of it. But it's something where they throw rolls at you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's also down. It's like in Foley, just north of the coast. But you're like, hey, I want you know. You put up your hand and they throw a roll at you. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That almost sounds like up here. We used to have. Well, they were nationwide, but it was a place called Adbevix, and they're just like completely rude and acid at you you ask for something they throw it at you they bring you the wrong food on purpose mm. uh and i haven't been there but i'll say it last year uh highland bar and grill was james beard awards number one restaurant in the country and that's here in birmingham so nice. i guess I, I would have to so i've never been there and <laughs> it's a, a whole lot of money we, me and my wife, we actually we had made a reservation for it because you have to make one like a month in advance for a weekend night, and uh, and then we ended up not something happened. My kid got sick and we didn't go, but that's supposed to be the best restaurant in the country. So I go there, and I'll say one more. Lucky uh, uh, Red Star. Oh, I, I might be. I gotta look that up now. It's something Star. Okay. Star. Bright Star, okay. Uh, Bright Star and Bessemer, and they also have one of the best tackle stores in the country called Simmons. But Bright Star, it's one of those old school places, and it was also a James. We we like like Top Chef and you know those stupid cooking shows, but uh, sure, yeah. But they, um, it's like one of those old school is rated like one of the best like places you have to go that's been around forever, something like that. But Bright Star, man, that that that's like a cool old school place. Bessemer's kind of, I, I mean, I don't know how to say it, but it's a terrible town. <laughs> like at <laughs> like at the turn of the century and up to like the '60s or the '50s, 
it was it was a beautiful place and really booming and great and now it's turned into a a complete crap hole but uh Simmons Sporting Goods and Bright Star are both there so it's it's worth making the trip over there for that it's it's like not far from Birmingham so if you're driving through Alabama going south it's it's worth the 10 minutes off the interstate cool so um with that do you guys have um any good breweries down by you breweries heck yeah man uh we have two in birmingham i would say that are probably my favorite we have avondale brewing company that's actually like right next to where i work and um good people brewing company those are good we have straight to ale up in north alabama uh fair hope down on the coast that's pretty good so okay that, that, those those four are probably like my favorite throughout the state nice and do they are are they i know i haven't seen any of those up this way are they are they uh just local to the state or are they kind of within the region do they get distributed within the region yeah i, I think probably within the region but good people and straight to ale Avondale's a little smaller and Fairhope down on a coast. Like we get their stuff up here, so that's probably like more coastal. But the uh good people's pretty big. They're based out of Birmingham and they have a big restaurant and all that you can go to. Um okay. it's it's right next to our minor league stadium, the uh the Barons where Jordan played. Uh yes. they're, yeah, they're the Sox affiliate down here, double A. But they so- um but they um so good people, good people is probably the biggest, but they, you could probably see their stuff like regionally. I doubt they're, you know, you're not going to see anything nationally from them. Cool. And for those who are listening and watching at the same time, I think your question has just been answered. You know, the man from Alabama has a Chicago White Sox hat on. Yeah. Anybody found the connection? There might I here, how about this? We'll put it out there. If you figured out the connection, all right, message me. Uh either through the PNF website or DM me. Or, no, let's do this. Do it through the PNF website. Message me the answer. I'll put a collection of correct answers in and we'll give you a prize if for whoever has the right answer. We'll do a random drawing. So when this airs, we'll give it, let's say, one week. So the following Saturday, we'll do we'll do a little raffle, and uh, we'll pick a name, and we'll get you something if you could figure out the connection here. It was sad, but you just got to pick up on it. So I think that's something a little fun for our viewers. What do you think? Yeah, man, that's cool. I also had two of my grandparents were from Chicago. They, they actually both left during the Depression. Uh, one of them was from Blue Island, South Side. So, it's, dude, it's, it's, it's twenty like minutes a, away from home, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's kind of like a twofer. We have the, you know, the affiliate here and families from there. And I still have family up there. So, where about? Uh, they're they're off in the suburbs, off to the west. I I couldn't even tell you a name. I know it's <laughs> right by where uh, Carlton Fisk lives. I remember. Oh, dropping it's by- called it's called New Lenox. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Carlton Fisk lives in New Lenox. Yeah. I mean, they don't live like right next to him or anything, but like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not too far from there. 
oh that's cool man yeah well you you gotta come up here if our uh if our mayor ever ever opens up the lakefront i'd like to get you some smallmouth up this way but problem is that the harbors are only closed are the harbors to watch is for members only so you have to be a member of one of the chicago park district harbors to get in and launch so otherwise you're closed off you cannot there's no public launch in the city limits of chicago as some of the best smallmouth in, in this country is in right here on our own lakefront so it is a double kick to the nuts hopefully this thing's over sooner than later and i, I could you know next season you know take the kayak of like the kayak of everybody's dreams and get out of the water and chase after these smallies even further than what I could before. There you go, man. So uh going back, but going back to Alabama, man. So do you guys got uh are you guys uh, have any wine country down by you? Wine? Yep. No, man, our wine's terrible. Most of it's like muscadine wine, like a <laughs> Yeah, it's we we don't have it. I mean, we have a couple of them here. There's one in Calera, which is a little bit south of me. I think it's called Ozon, O Z A N, something like that. But uh, I'm not a wine drinker, anyways, man. So I'm I'm more beer. So I, I that I couldn't tell you about. But I, I as far Cheers as I know, that. yeah, we are not known for our wine. <laughs> some shine now. I mean, you can get some good moonshine around here, but I I don't know about wine. Now that was my next question. Who who's the neighbor you have to see to get the good shine? Uh, it's a family member, and I won't say who they are. I'll but it's it's good show. stuff, like, <laughs> like old school, like apple pie. That's my favorite. But the apple yeah. pie with the cinnamon sticks in it, like uh, they they put like the pie filling, a little bit of, like pie filling in there. Okay. Oh lord, it's it's so good, man. <laughs> cool. Now, just like, um, you know, Tennessee has a bunch of distilleries, uh, do you guys have any distilleries down by you that are kind of off the radar, but, you know, like a micro distillery? Not honestly, and not that I know of. All, all that stuff like Jack Daniels for us is, I think it's two and a half hours away, so. Sure. I think I think all that stuff is so close to us, they don't even try it down here. And for those who are in Alabama or or, try, or who are exploring that region, if you can take the time to make a stop to go to Lynchburg, Tennessee, it is it'll be worth the day trip. It is such a cool tour of the Jack Daniels Distillery, the history that's behind it. I mean, if you're if you're a whiskey connoisseur like I am, uh, it's great. You can do the whole. You can sample um, along the whole tour, and then just to, like I, like I, I got really lucky. I got down there for the 150th anniversary, and I have commemorative 150th anniversary of Gentleman Jack sitting in the curio right now. That will forever stay untouched until I need to cash it in for something because that's. I mean, that's the, you can only get there. It's the White Rabbit store, so there's some cool stuff. Uh, there's some cool stuff that uh that is down in that area. Like I said, it's not it's it's family friendly. It's not just a it's not like Animal House. <laughs> cool. it's a family friendly there. It's a it's a cool little town. It, it it's 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 so awkward. It, it's not awkward, but 
there's it's and you're probably familiar with this. So it's a dry county except for Lynchburg. Everything else is dry. So once you step foot off the distillery, there's no alcohol. Or the alcohol sales are limited between uh well, I, I think it's every Friday or Saturday at a certain time they can only sell alcohol. Hmm. Yeah, we we've never even been. We were going to go this year, but COVID and they shut down the tours right now. But hopefully they'll be starting back up next year. You know. Yeah, definitely, definitely give that a check out, man. It's it's well worth it. Yeah. Um. So. So I, I know being down there, lakes huge, huge deal. Uh, but there's a huge party scene down there. I mean, I, just pictures from from everywhere down there. You know, Gunners, especially Gunnersville. You know, you have a big party area. With the party comes the bars. Do you got some recommendations on bars to go to uh, that that we had to check out? Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're in Birmingham, you have to stop at Good People Brewing. That's a uh, that's the deal. Um, man, I dude, I'm married. I, Really, you were in the Air Force. How do you not know the bars down here? <laughs> I, it, I got as soon as I got here. I got I met my wife like a month after I moved here. Uh, we actually met at a show, uh, at Donna's concert. If you remember who that was, but uh, it was a place called the Bottle Tree. But they're shut down now. I mean, they it's like a barbecue joint now. Okay. But, they, uh, but man, I, I really I couldn't tell you about bars. I I don't. I don't go out. If I have a drink, it's usually at the house. Cool, man. It's all good. It's all good. I'm lame, I'm lame and old, man. I got four-year-old. <laughs> I, four I don't get out like I used to. And <laughs> I, I, you know, once I moved to Alabama, I met my wife. So I, I just, the whole time I've lived in Alabama, I've never been, never really been out partying a whole lot. You know, like yeah, little stuff, but nothing, nothing crazy. Just local little stuff right here. Right on. Well, since we're we're past the bars, let's talk about family. What are some great family attractions uh, in Alabama that, if if I were to come down, uh, I, I I don't have kids or anything yet, but if I were to come down with the family and wanted to keep the kids entertained, keep the wife happy, what would I uh what would I be looking for? Well, I, the first one, and I haven't been there either. We were waiting. We were uh, another one we were going to go to this year, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. It's supposed to be, it's the best one in the country. It's better than the one in Houston or Cape Canaveral. That's up in Huntsville because Huntsville is called Rocket City, and uh, they have it's it's huge defense contractors and rocket building and all that kind of stuff up there. But uh, so yeah, the that's supposed to be a big thing like the u.s space camp is there so if you want to do that that would be cool um that's awesome yeah um in birmingham we have the mcwayne science center that's like a cool you know like the kids uh, they have a bunch of different science things that they can do um that the zoo in birmingham is great I, last weekend we did a the alabama safari and that was cool so if you're just going through birmingham or just through Alabama down to the coast or something. It's a safari park where you drive through it and animals slobber all over your car and you buy a bunch of buckets of food and you, you feed them the food as they come in. And this is like 
llamas and uh, like a bunch of stuff from Africa, like animals you've never seen, you know, like you've only seen on TV, like, uh, but they had like buffalo, they had all kind of crazy stuff. It's not real cheap. I think it was like 20 bucks a person. We had four people. So, and then you got to buy the food too. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little costly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. But it, it was worth it. My truck got destroyed, just slobber, and I got still got food pellets in there. I was gonna say, does it come with free car wash? No, it doesn't. I, oh I, man, I need to wash it uh, this weekend. Hopefully, I'll wash it. But uh, that's cool. Um, trying to think of other stuff, and got another zoo in Montgomery. That one's cool. The best part about that one is they have a really good giraffe exhibit where it's like not you buy the food and you can feed the giraffes all you want. Like I've been to other ones where they have some little, you know, like a teenager saying, Oh, you can only give them one leaf or whatever, but you buy that food and you can feed the heck out of them giraffes all day. If you want, if you bring enough food or, you know, pay enough food, pay, buy <laughs> enough food. Uh, and then down on the coast, they have this thing called Owa. It's um, it's new. It just opened. It's like a Native American, a giant theme park down on the coast. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. So we have Splash Adventure. We, you know, like water parks, regular stuff. Nothing. But Alabama doesn't really have any like huge attractions. Like, like if you're thinking about Alabama, unless you're a fisherman, there isn't a whole lot of things. Besides just going to the beach down there that, you know, like we don't have a Mount Rushmore or we don't have, you know, Navy Pier. Or we don't have a, a one site that everybody says, this is what I want to go do. It's just a lot of smaller things. It's more of a, a family kind of slower pace of life down here in Alabama. I'll say that. Well, that's not what MTV made you guys to be. <laughs> yeah. You, you you remember that show a couple of years ago? Um, oh God, what the hell was it called? Yeah, they uh, were. Yeah, Orange Beach or like, yeah, it's supposed to be like a Jersey Shore, but they're at yeah. Orange Beach. Yeah, they were at like the Florabama and stuff like Florabama, yeah. that's it, that's yeah. it. Down yeah. on the coast, I mean, it, it there's a lot of stuff to do down down there, but the rest of the state's pretty uh pretty slow, pretty conservative, I'll say. Yeah. Now. Here's a trivia question for you. Uh-oh. It's not a trivia question, but it, it has to do with it, with a trivial question. How close or far away from you are are you from the uh, settings of my cousin Vinny? I have no idea where that was filmed. Get out of here. Dothan? I, if I had to guess. Oh man, hold on. We're gonna look this up real that's, quick. That's probably two and a half hours away. I can say I used to work that uh the town called Spectre that was in the movie Big Fish. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh it's right outside of Montgomery. I used to work at a, a plant right next to it, but they built that town on this little island and it's still there. You can go check it out. My cousin Vinny, I don't know. But I mean we got Bayou Labattery. All right, so I, I, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. And Greenbow, I don't, I don't, I don't think the house was actually in Greenbow. Uh, I don't know where Greenbow's at, anyways. It, yeah, I guess it'd have to be somewhere further south, because we don't really have live oaks up here, up this far. So, 
kind of once you get to just north of Montgomery, the climate kind of changes. We're kind of up a hill. All right. Well, I found your answer to the My Cousin Vinny film. All right. And the, so it's actually called Wazoo City. Mississippi. But, but it's actually filmed in Monticello, Georgia. So we'll, we'll take a pass on that one. <laughs> Alabama. But yeah. the... Yeah, I could have I, I could have swear that whole yeah, that the whole thing was about uh them being in Alabama. Man, it's uh, you know, we're two hours from Atlanta. We're you know, Mississippi, there's nothing really I'm from Mississippi and there really isn't anything in Mississippi. Like uh it's it's even more low key than Alabama is, but uh <laughs> yeah. So we're we're all pretty much the same. They have a lot the fishing's a lot worse in Mississippi though. Like they don't. Alabama has a lot of water. Georgia has a lot of moving water, and Clear Lakes. Mississippi really doesn't have much water besides like uh, the Res, whatever that that lake is by Jackson. The only, when it comes to Mississippi, there's I can't I, I still can't wrap my brain around it. Like you said, it's low in water area, but it is productive in catfish and crappie. Like, yeah. It's just like someone took a bucket and dumped it all in Mississippi. Yeah. There's a and they're not small. Yeah, there there's a river on the on the edge of it's kind of southeast Mississippi. It's real close to Alabama. We're talking about Alabama, so I can talk about that too. It's the uh Pascula River. And my grandpa, I grew up and he had a camp on it. So we we would go crappie fishing and it's a lot of it's a natural river. It's like I don't know. I, you would have to look it up, but it's like the most, the largest unnatural waterway in the country or something like that, where it's completely natural. There's no dam. There's no anything, nothing at all to it. But, uh, and we, I caught like a 10 pound bass crappie fishing and, uh, but yeah, a lot of crappie. Yeah, it always blows around. Yeah, I caught a ten pound bass crappie fishing. Man, what? if I caught a ten pound bass, I'm out of that thing on my wall right now. <laughs> Dude, I, I, it was a ten five, and I was like five years old. Oh it's, man, it's still the biggest fish I've ever, the biggest bass I've ever caught on a can oh. pole. And he was, he didn't Get even out care. Of here. The dude, he was so old, he didn't even care. He just came in the boat. He was like, "Okay, take me, take you know, <laughs> life. Life is over. I'm done." He didn't even fight. He just said, you know, a little, a little bit of fighting, but he, he was just, he was done. He was ready, ready for it to be over. Oh man, he knew what he was doing, biting that hook. He's like, that's <laughs> enough. Take me. This is my sign. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, is there any, any distinct, um, distinct places? You know, whether they're. Um, state parks or just places that one who would like to hike or mountain bike explore or kind of just putz around about in nature uh, down in Alabama to check out. Yeah, and another place I didn't say I absolutely should have said was the Nat National Civil Rights Museum. That's also in Birmingham. That That's a big draw for Birmingham. Um, obviously you can go down to Montgomery, you can go to Selma to the Pettus bridge. There's a, there's a lot of civil rights stuff going down, you know, things to come see down here. Um, you know, it's, it's both a good and bad part of our past. A good that 
we're past it bad that we can always have those reminders too so yep. yeah that's tough but um yeah naturally we have a lot of beautiful things Gunnersville is a surprisingly beautiful place like not only is it this beautiful lake and the and the fishing's really good but north alabama is a beautiful place i, I like if I can move to North Alabama, I, I truly would, because I, I, I love up there. I, I just, I was up there, not all the way up there, but I was fishing up that way today. But, um, but yeah, Gunnersville State Park, Goose Pond, you, you just, that's a great place to go see. They have some hiking up there called Walls of Jericho. I haven't been there, but that's supposed to be amazing. We have uh, Cathedral Caverns, which is, in two, which is pretty close there. That's a great, uh, if you dig caverns. And we have yeah. some caverns closer down here called DeSoto Caverns. That's another good one to go to. Um, uh, yeah, if you another good place to go fish is at Lake Martin near uh, near the one I was talking about where it's halfway between Montgomery and Auburn. There's a great place to camp there called uh, I think it's called Four Winds State Park. I, I know that's wrong. It's something Winds State Park. That that's a great place to go. I've camped there. I don't know why I can't remember the name. Um, the coast is obviously there's a lot, you know, everywhere on the coast, beautiful sand beaches. It's it's great down there, but um, but I, I would say Gunnersville, Pickwick, uh, Mentone, Mentone. We have it's uh, like actually where I live is the start of the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, I think okay. Oak, Oak Mountain where I live is a state park. And it's also the very start of the Appalachian Trail, and cool. it's it's um it's got it's some of the best BMX and mountain biking in the in the whole country. It's supposed to be at my park, which I'm not really into it, but that's supposed to be the deal if you're into that. So those are probably the big ones. Joe Wheeler State Park on uh, that's also on Wheeler. So yeah, Pickwick. Joe Wheeler State Park, Mentone is kind of a mountain town, kind of like cool artist mountain town. Gunnersville is beautiful, the coast, and uh, yeah, Lake Martin. Those are the ones I would say. If I were going to see some natural beauty type things, those are that's what I'd go see. Boom. You heard it here first from the man. Now, <laughs> the, question, the, the one question I do have, and it's becoming more and more popular do any of these caverns you mentioned have kayaking accessibility to them? No, they don't. There's one there is one not too far from here. It might be in Tennessee, that the coal one. Do you know okay, which okay. one I'm talking about? There's one where you go through this big underground tube. So the ones that I'm thinking of are in Kentucky. I yeah. know for sure, for sure, because they're part of the Mammoth Caves. But I've seen some other ones in Tennessee. That I, I don't know where specifically they are. I've seen pictures of them. Uh, but as I'm just, you know, seeing it more and more, this is becoming a more popular thing um, within, you know, within the community, you know, the cavern kayaking. And then, but I haven't done it yet, but I'd love to as soon as I get the opportunity to. You're gonna, I'm going to be the guy who has a couple rides with them and, like, you know, just lagging behind the group because I'm trying to f catch a bass out of the cave. 
Heck yeah. <laughs> no, I there's none as far as I know of, but you know, I haven't lived here my whole life either, so maybe there is. Uh, there's a lot of like a uh, moving water, like the Flint Creek, and there's if you're into not white water, but kind of moving water, especially down in Watomka. If you want, if I, I was I was going to say if you wanted to catch, if you're into some moving water, which I don't know the different classes because that's not, I'm more of a lake guy. But go to Watomka. You can rent kayaks there. If you let's say you're going, you're from where you're at in Chicago, and yep. you want to go down to the coast, you want to go to the beach, go to bring a couple of rods and go to Coosa Outdoor Center or Coosa River Adventures in Watomka, and you can go up to the dam and you can go catch a personal best spot, spotted bass, and you can go, you know, float around for the day. And it's beautiful. And that would be. That would be one of the places if I were just coming through a state real quick, that's where I would go. Nice. Yeah. That'd be a good yeah. one. Watomka. And then they have a casino too if you're in slot machine. So yeah. bring on twenty one, baby. There you go. Uh it's it, we're they're Indian, so they um it's a, there's no table games. It's just oh. yeah, just just some machines. <laughs> cool. Well, we're gonna we're starting to get into the latter half of the show, but um, you you've listened to the show before, and I know I really haven't warned you or prepared you, so you can take some time. It's okay. But we're gonna play a game of true confessions. All right. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, uh, you know how the game works, right? Yeah. All right. Cool. You want to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> this one needs a beer. I think I know how it works. All right. All right so it, it's it's pretty much um, yes or BS. If you think the story, after I'm done telling you this story, um, you're going to say, hey, it's true, that's a true story, or Call me out. Hey, that's, that's a BS story. So, uh, this is going back uh, 2015. Yeah, 2015. 2015, me and my buddy, uh, we had gone down to, it, it was actually like the southern uh, part of Tennessee. So, by like where uh, Chattanooga, um, Lookout Mountain, if you're familiar with like that area, so we were down there, and we have you know we were we we're bar hopping. So uh, make sure I'm thinking of the name. Dalton, Georgia. I think that was the name of the town. It was just over the Tennessee border, just south of there. And um, so we're there. We're drinking because we have friends who are com who are coming in, and we're all heading down to. Atlanta. So this was like the middle of the road stop. So me and my buddy are sitting at the bar and we're drinking and all of a sudden this girl walks through the door. Now my buddy, I love him to death. And if you're listening, sorry I'm telling the story because <laughs> I swore we were going to keep this between us, right? Said no, no guy ever. Um, so we're sitting there and he's like, Dude, I had to go ask. I'm like, just go. 
go ask. It's like, no, man, I, I can't do it. She's too good looking. So, like, I could go for you. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, just don't do it. Don't do it. All right, whatever, dude. I mean, there's going to be plenty more girls walking through the store. So, whatever, you skip down to the opportunity. So, our buddies get there. We go. And we later on, uh, two days later, yeah, this was two days after this. We're in Atlanta. And we're at, we're at a bar. And all of a sudden, I thought I was seeing double. This girl that my buddy was eyeballing is walking through the same bar again. I'm like, bro, right there, right freaking there. So he's like, oh, man. All right, I'm going for it. So he finally goes in for it, starts talking to her. Next thing you know, where the hell, where the hell did, uh, where, where did Johnny go? Oh, shit. So we started texting, like, dude, where are you? Where are you? So I don't know, man. I, I just went home with the chick. I have no idea where, where I'm at right now. <laughs> can you drop us a pin from your phone so we can know you're safe? You didn't get kidnapped by, like, a method or something? She's like, uh, yeah, sure. So he drops us the pin, and he wound up in, I believe the town, it was Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S, Hayes, Alabama. What? How the hell? He's like, dude, don't, don't worry about it. I'll meet up with you guys later on the next day. So we're texting back and forth. Sure enough. Meets us back the next day. I'm like, where? How the fuck did you wind up in Alabama? He's like, that's where that's where she lived, and she was up here for the night, and she might take me home. It was too far to go back to Chicago. I'm like, you son of a bitch, dude. You lucky son of a bitch. So he sealed the deal. They're still friends. They talk, and uh, yeah, he wound up in Alabama. We didn't. I mean, uh, we have a. Uh... Like the dugouts doing a tri-state series, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. I mean, we're all right here. So yeah, I'll I'll say that's true. Oh man. It so it is true, but it isn't. So this story actually happened in uh South Dakota. And it was it was uh North Dakota he wound up in. But yeah, that was, but yeah, that was, that was it. But everything else about it was true. That's that's a good story. <laughs> All right, hit me with your best shot. Uh, All right, so whenever, uh, whenever I was stationed in Texas in Abilene, we we used to go down to Mexico a lot, which you can't do now, but back then you could because we were only 18. So we had drive, I think it was like three hours across the border to, um, to Acuna on the other side, Del Rio, which is actually, uh, I think it's like, a Lake Falcon is you go right by Falcon. I wasn't bass fishing at the time and I hate, I passed it so many times and never fished it. But the, um, so you go, we went down there and then when we, there was a bunch of bars and some other stuff there, but the, one of the bars was like the movie Desperado. Uh, okay. It was taped there where um, the big bar where Quentin Tarantino, he, 
he tells a story and he drinks beer. That was a, a place called the Corona Club. But there was another place called the Upstairs Downstairs. And it was uh, $8 to get in, all you can drink. And it was three levels. The level that you walked into was just tables with a bar at the end. It was a pretty big place. The bottom, and then there was a slide and a fireman's pole to get to the bottom floor. And the bottom floor was like the dance part, like a dance club kind of deal. But if you went up to a top level, that's where the games were at. And you could pay, I think it was like a dollar. And they had a few different games for each one. The first one was where you sit on a saddle and you, you have to lasso some horns. Like a, somebody would hit a button and they the horns go down a slide and you had to lasso it before it got to the end. Another one was a mechanical bull where you, you know, you rode the bull. And then, but the other one was the dangerous one. Not that a mechanical bull isn't. With really with no mat, it's like <laughs> you know, really no mat. If you fell on your head, you 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 were hurt, but you were drunk, so it didn't matter. But the um, the other one was an electric chair. So you would pay a dollar to let this Mexican dude with no teeth or like one snaggly tooth. He uh, is terrible. <laughs> it was a uh, like a. Uh, a prison cell around you with a big giant wooden look like a straight up electric chair with two pieces of rebar coming out and you would sit there and hold on to that rebar and he was on outside of the prison cell with a big crank he had like a podium with a crank and if you made it all the way to the top to 10 to the end you won this giant corona like a 40 which it was eight dollars to get in all you could drink so why do you why are you trying to win beer whenever it's, you can have all the beer you want but uh yeah so me and my friends did it and you would get electrocuted and i never made it but my friend jay he made it all the way to the end to 10 Man, this sounds like a good time. This sounds this sounds like a true story, but there's something fishy about it, dude. I'm calling BS. No, it's it's all true. I'm terrible. Uh, man, you know what? And I didn't and I didn't think it was the story itself that was lying. It was probably some little intricate detail. <laughs> no, we we used to go down there yeah, like I've maxed out a, a credit card, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's why I still don't. I have good credit now, but I I still don't have a credit card because <laughs> I, I I ruined myself that one time, and I won't have another one. Man, that yeah, that that sounds freaking awesome, dude. That's. <laughs> It's, it's a lot of fun. I will, I will say the other side of the border, it is, there are no rules. There's <laughs> all kind of crazy stuff going on down there. Yep. Well, it's going to that, be that time, man. We're, we're an hour in. We covered a whole state. 
Um, you know, I want to say thank you again for coming on. This was uh, this was great talking about this state. This is great finding out. You know, a lot of people sleep on Alabama. You know, a lot of people don't know about it, and hopefully, this reaches. Uh, to those who are probably going to think twice about going out and, and hopefully draw tourism down, you know, once COVID is done, you know, get get people to go check out your state. You know, I, I know I had I had intentions of being there twice this year, and fortunately the circumstances that I'm in, I'm bound to the city of Chicago with every other state coming on this do not uh, travel ban. That's crazy. <laughs> Well, th- thank you for your yeah. service as a fireman, man. We, you know, they, they couldn't do it without you. And, you know, for, for anybody that's thinking about coming to Alabama, if you have any questions, please message me. I'm happy to answer it. Uh, it's it's a low-key state, but, I mean, if, you're, if you either want to go to the beach or you want to do some fishing or, or do some camping, do some outdoor, outdoor stuff, it, it really is a great state for that. We're, we're very fortunate. Awesome, man. Is before we close out, is there anybody you want to give a uh, shout out, a uh, special thanks to? Uh, uh, you know, my wife. I love my wife. I'm, <laughs> I'm the sponsors. You know, we have the show. Listen to us on Monday night, Paddle and Finn, uh, the Real Down, uh, Yak Gadget, Bayano Power, and yeah, I think that's it now. I had a couple other ones, but I'll let them go. <laughs> what I got here? No, just just yeah, gadget, yeah, gadget, and no power. That's it. I have an old town kayak now. It's, it's I know you love yeah. your old town. It's oh. it's been good. I I was in it today, and man, it felt so. That actually, I had I had it pretty much winterized, um, just because when I pull out the uh, the pontoons and everything. Everything was winterized, ready to go. So I had, I was like, "Ah, eh, we're gonna go out a couple more times since we have sixty and seventy degree weather. Water temperature is forty, but you know, you dress for the water, not the not the air temps." And you know, it, it just kind of veering off track. But we'll we'll close out here in a second. And for everyone who's listening, this is very important to know. Please, I'm not trying to be the uh, the game warden here, or you know, safety. You know, but use common sense. And what I mean by common sense is use the rule of 120, guys. If the water temperature and the air temperature do not match to 120, we're protective layering. All right. Where I was at today, we are, I was out in a deep quarry. All right. You got spots that are each direction a good 100 plus yard swim to get there. If you were to take a spill in the water and guess what? It's about 25 feet foot deep where we're at. So <laughs> you, 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 until it happens to you, you're not going to realize how cold that water actually is. Hypothermia sets in that much faster. What happens when you become hypothermic? You can't think right. And now you are stuck. You are literally stuck in the middle of the lake. So please, and I, I'm telling you a little perspective. I had my sidewinders on with uh, my boundary boots. And I was standing in the water to load my kayak onto the trailer. And I could still feel the cold coming through that. Okay, it's not like it was, it, yeah, it was giving me time. It was keeping me dry, but I could feel it. If you went in without, if you went into the water without any type of, of littering on, 
you are instantly, your body temperature is going to plummet so fast. So please, I know it's nice. I know we want to get out. We're COVID, uh, what is it? COVID uh, complacent. Whatever the, your reasons are, just do it safely. All right. That's my rant. <laughs> um, guys, stay tuned for big news coming up. Big news. PNF's doing some big things. You've been following our social media. You've been seeing it. So big announcements coming up this week. That's right. All right. Well, Dan, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was happy to have you. This was a great time. And anytime you want to come back, feel free. Sounds good. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. No problem. And guys, till next time. I'll see you guys off the water. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20, and save 20% 20% on all your jig and tackle needs.